on Brent Jesus <laughs> is because I thought this would be a fun way to share start off the show was your reaction are you recording now oh yeah okay that's what I figured <laughs> hence the keep your pants on yeah because I'm funny like that <sighs> this is Saturday morning I've got energy Ryan not, oh, instead not of... recording at no, not, it's time for me to go to bed on a Wednesday night or Tuesday night or yeah. Monday night Ryan <laughs> It's very valid. I'm like, oh, I'm awake too. Except for the snow is blinding me. Well, you Usually. can always drop the blinds if you wanted. Yeah, it's way over It there. is your house. It is way over there. So mm. a friend of mine is one of those people who bought the Jabba Sail Barge. Oh. Have they actually started shipping? That's what I wanted to show you. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen pictures. no matter just... how big you think it is. It's bigger. That's oh, the no. box with his daughter. Oh, that's impressive. That, well, that was, the real question becomes, how old is this kid and how tall is she? Because I would guess this box from this photo is probably about four feet. I think she's 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. Which can, but that doesn't really, it doesn't really reflect because I've, you know, that girls, girls uh, maybe, are taller. But. Maybe eight, uh, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Right, that's very gonna, bad with kids' ages. That's okay. So am I. But that's, that's going to be a really see big. her, I can probably guess. That's going to be a, a, a very impressive. Well, he's taking it. There's a, I was going to show you out. He's oh, okay. got the, he's got it out of the box now. And so I just messaged him. It's hard to tell him. from that facial expression. I just messaged him with the. So what are you going to display on it? Because he has everything. The, he has the entire original Kenner okay. line of of Star Wars figures. So like it, it's Opened that out of box? scale um, out of the box. Okay, good. I think. Uh, because I think most of them are what he collected as, as a, kid, a kid, and yep. he's just finished, finished it, off. it off. There, there, that's it. With oh, he's out, opened it and put it together. Yeah, oh. or at least why the, is your the screen so dark? Because I don't know. <laughs> your settings are probably dark. Yeah, probably. Now, see, that must be the Black Series Jabba, not the three I, and three quarter inch I Black think so. Series. But doesn't it come with the Jabba? I have no idea. I thought it did. Because that Jabba looks too big to be on that sail barge. Yeah, I want to say it came with the Jabba that comes with like it, with it. It was oh. it came with, like, <laughs> for the price of it, I think it came <laughs> with two figures. God, I hope it came with something. Yeah. But it seems to take up his entire island in his kitchen. Yeah, so... Which I, is impressive. I joked, uh, like, so what are you going to display on it? He's like, man, I don't know where I'm going to put it. To which I'm like... <laughs> My friend bought a bat wing on clearance and had the same problem, and it is smaller than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you ever figure out what to do with your bat wing? No. No. <laughs> right now it's still... sitting in three pieces on, in, on my, in the floor of my office. Yeah, it's still in... from the ceiling. Yeah, but it's a lot easier said than done. <laughs> 
we'll come over with some fishing line one day. Oh, I've got I've got like actual picture hanging wire. That's why how I hung my X wing and my. Uh, You've got a couple GI Joe. The vehicles. GI Joe, like the the fighter the fighter jets. Yeah. Um, but the real problem is finding a spot to put this like what is it like easily three foot round. Yeah, you need a bigger house. I need a bigger room to put my toys in. <laughs> Time I don't to need move, Ryan. I need, can't afford to move. I can barely afford to live. Well, when the when the old lady, your your surrogate grandma, moves out of her condo, just buy that one. Yeah, but it's across the hall. That's inconvenient. That it needs to be, be next toy, door. It'll yeah, be but toy it could condo. be your entire toy condo. No, but it'd be better if it's like, like next door because then you just knock the wall, the wall down, down and it's one big condo. I, I somehow think that's against your agreement. Probably. <laughs> and it would be hard to pull door. off without anybody knowing that's what you did. Mm, Buying the really. other condo, yes. Knocking down a wall without any of your neighbors mm. knowing? No, you just no. put on some really loud like metal music, <laughs> which sounds like construction anyway, nah. and then just go at it with a sledgehammer. You could easily cut out a hole in the wall and put a door in, and the only people that would maybe hear something people downstairs, and they don't necessarily know what you're doing. Or care. Well, let's try this theory out. (laughs) Well, you win the lottery, so we can afford to buy out my neighbor. And as your toy condo. Yeah. (laughs) I'll even let you have some space in it to put your toys. Oh, that's a good idea. You can come and visit them. So, uh, welcome, fans of True North Nerds. The special Saturday morning recording. Saturday morning. Which means I got to produce it all when I get home on Sunday night. Yay! Not my problem. So, (laughs) as you can hear, Ryan and Jen are here. Kevin will be with us later because he is car shopping. No, Uh, he's not. I thought he was car shopping. That's later. He's he's taking his mom to the hairdressers. Because he is a good boy. Yes. But, um, so just to warn everybody now, we are going to be doing Captain Marvel review Later. later on in this episode. And there will more than likely be spoilers. Oh, it, it'll be very, very spoilery. It'll be spoilerific. Yeah. I so just watched my microphone we will... slowly dip down in front of me. Where, where are you going? That's what she said? Yeah. I was going to say something along those so, lines. Uh, we... I don't know. I've never had that problem. <laughs> we She's will... never said that to me. We will uh, have uh, a warning before we get into that review as well. But just to warn you now... Later, we never got any real complaints about no. it, but um, well, the, that's because we warned the heck out of it. And, and I think and usually the title smart. of the episode says, Yeah, what blah blah blah, Marvel movie spoilers, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. and then Karina always waits until she's watched the movie. Yeah, Karina is very excited she gets to listen to this one when it comes out because she's seen Marv Captain Marvel. Oh, did she? So, yeah, oh, has she already seen it. Yeah, she oh, was nice. happy to get a date night. <laughs> So, uh, we will start this episode, however, with a bit of news. With the news! Um, okay, so, we got a bunch of new trailers over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We got new Detective Pikachu. Yay! Uh, which we see Bl- a bunch of new... Um, Pokemon? Pokemon and stuff like that. Plus that- the, the video that Ryan Reynolds put out about becoming Detective oh, yeah, Pikachu. I, didn't, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, <laughs> He got his wife involved with it too. <laughs> it's like oh, really? where he's like a method actor and he and spent a year as Detective Pikachu. Oh fuck. So as a Pokemon. I gotta, I gotta have to look this oh, up. Oh, it's great. I did see a, a pretty good meme where it was like you see Ryan Reynolds as um as Deadpool. Yeah. Without the you know, without the mask on and his body's all in and you see then it's like McAvoy's Professor X. It's like, you know, 
Because he's like, can you, can you help me, Professor? And he's like, I, I can transfer your mind to another body. And then it's P- Detective Pikachu, and he's like, totally <laughs> worth it. <And> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that movie. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's also, for uh, our you know, video game fans, uh, Nintendo and Pokemon announced their new uh, core game is coming out. Like, so, oh, like, okay. you know, like... Not like Pokemon Go for the Switch, which was more like your entry level Pokemon like a, like to play the actual, off like Pokemon RPG game. Pokemon games. So instead of coming out for Game Boy, whatever is out now, this one's coming out for the Switch, which is pretty much I think going to be replacing. Well, the, now that it's made, it's the the console that's portable. Yeah, yeah, because the it, it makes sense because I don't know if DS games are still getting made, like the the 3DS slash. 2DS. Yeah, whatever the DS is. is. Yeah. But I don't think they've brought out a new iteration of that in a year. Well, at least since two. the Switch. Is, I think there's been a few games like well, since the yeah, Switch has come but out. It's but probably, it, it's probably at the end of its cycle. So that, yeah. that makes sense that it's for the Switch. And yeah. like so, you said, the Switch is portable. So I keep thinking we should get a Switch, but then I'm like, but we don't play video games that much enough to warrant having another console at that price point yeah, yeah. like i a, keep thinking like, well maybe if it gets cheaper because i would my, my big thing with pokemon games like i've never since like, like the original game boy mm-hmm. i haven't owned one of the held hand, held handheld game boys and i've never really played a pokemon game i think my you know, my biggest thing was I want to when I play games I want to sit on my couch and play I want to play on my big TV yeah. in my comfy chair yeah because we're getting old and those screens are small yeah <laughs> but the Switch allows you to do both exactly which is, kind which of is like the thing that's like oh this could be my entry level into Pokemon eventually but the price point I think it's still three fifty there yeah, yeah. it's uh, that's the only thing holding me back right now because on a whole I think the the system is pretty solid. And they have that Mario game that you can create your own Mario worlds, which is fun. Yeah, yeah Mario well, the Maker. sequel yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, there's a second one oh, is coming there? out for that. The original one was for the Wii U, and now there's a sequel, which I guess will have more stuff in it Probably. to create stuff with. And then you got, you know, there's a Zelda game. Which everybody loves. I think there's talk of a new Metroid. Like, all oh, you classics. You, oh, got, there, you got Mario Kart. There will Kart, be a Metroid you know. coming. But it, it, so. there's nothing yet where it's i have to get this game yeah and uh, and some of the games that i'm like well if i got the system i would get the game other games that i don't have on the xbox for it but like i hear that there's well that's yeah like that's, the wrestling well, game for it the the uh wwe 2k19 i guess was the last one yeah is uh, I have heard nothing but complaints about that. The, well, yeah, the this Switch a, version of that game. This is one of those things that I've always kind of. This is just my impression, and uh, is that a lot of the, the, the third party games on these Nintendo systems, you know, the they're, they're third part, their ports of their other ones, they're never as good as they are on either Xbox or PlayStation, but. No, really, you're buying a Nintendo system to play the Nintendo branded games. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Because you can't play them on anything else. And the uh, beyond that is, you know, there there have been a couple exceptions. The the what I was telling you the, the uh, a while ago, the Ghostbusters game that came out for Xbox. Yes, and I, and that's one of those the rare exceptions where it sounds like that's a, a just as good a game. The the it, it was a slightly different experience because it had the Wii controls. Mm-hmm. But it utilized them in a good way. It wasn't because that was the problem with the Wii. Is a lot of games slapped on 
Wii controls that didn't really do anything or didn't work properly and yeah. stuff like that, right? So. Yeah. So the new Pokemon games they're called uh, Sword and Shield because mm-hmm. so they're, they're still continuing the the same thing where it's like usually there's two games that come out at the same time. Yeah, they went through yeah. all the colors and then they went through Night and Day and Sun and Moon. Yeah. And... So now it's Sword and Shield. So yeah. it's like ooh, weapons. Uh, I wonder when they're going to get into like fruit. It's Banana and orange. Pokemon apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. Pokemon apples and oranges. We've well, already got different berries. In the game, right? So. Yeah. I'll say more new trailers. We got the new Shazam trailer. Woo! Which is actually opening, at least with our version of Captain Marvel. Yeah, yes. and we saw it. Yeah. I'm happy that DC is making movies that I want to see, and not just freaking Batman. <laughs> it looks like a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it looks like, from the trailers and what we've seen and what I've heard, you know, for what Shazam is as a character, and so what, you know, we're going to get what we hope to get. You get this, you know, it's more or less... Like they keep advertising big in a superhero movie. Mm. Yeah. Which looks awesome. I'm excited. And he's the right actor for it, too. Yeah. Because like he looks like a big kid. Mm. <laughs> he's and got it, that good baby face going. Yes. Yes. And I guess the the kid who's, you know, t- you know teenager Billy Batson is, yeah. a, is another Disney kid. Oh, is he? Yeah. He's, uh. he's got a Disney show. He can sing and. It's another one of those multi-talented, you know, kids coming out that of Disney. Disney bred in a lab somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I was listening to the Speaking end of the, of the Rooster Teeth podcast. They had Zachary Lev- Levi on, and he was talking. He had nothing but good things to say about the kid, and even just nothing but good things to say about the experience of filming the movie, which you would hope to get mm. from the guy who's you know pr- promoting the movie. But yeah, but you can't. Say, they can't say bad things about the movie until it bombs. Well, yeah, but they could also say nothing much about That's it. That's right? true. They could just. Yeah. Say the typical, oh, yes, it was a great experience. Everybody yes. involved worked hard. Yeah. Not tell stories about how they how did. How much fun it was. How much fun it was to throw bullet, you know, bullets on the floor to try to get the perfect slow motion bounce of the bullets <laughs> that bounced <laughs> off his chest. Yeah. And how him and the director each took turns throw, dropping them on the floor until they got the, the perfect and then shot. And whoever had to do some of that digital stuff that they add into it, right? Like the momentum of that. I always remember that um, a friend of mine, his roommate, worked on John Wick. Okay. And he was the digital bullet guy. And oh, I, nice. I, in that movie especially, oh, like, how tedious would that job oh, yeah. have been? Someone's got to put those <laughs> bullet holes in the wall. So many bullets. Uh, ooh, so in a different, completely other end of the spectrum of superhero movies, we got a new trailer for Brightburn. Yeah. I didn't even know what that movie was. Well, yeah, like I keep forgetting the name of it, but we've talked about it before. Yeah. That's like the more it's or less evil it's Superman. A, it's a what if? It's what if Superman landed, was found, and was a jackass? Like was a little kid growing up and was a bastard who decided to kill people. Part of me really wonders if when that movie comes out, they'll slap the Superman logo on it because I believe it is a Warner Brothers movie, or it's. A Warner Brothers affiliated studio, like it's. I don't see them own. slapping the Superman logo. I could see them slapping a DC brand on it, yeah. and mm. eventually making it a yeah, like literally a you know a what if an Elseworlds movie. Because I'm positive we've we've seen that idea in Elseworlds a couple times. Like this is probably a new take on the same general idea. Yeah, because right? you know at least it's in today. It's a modern. Yeah, but you think you know everybody keeps well. I always keep saying it's Superboy Prime. Who was the yeah, Superboy but... who lived in the real world, mm. who tried to be Superboy, and then eventually, after like one, surviving one of the major 
crises, actually the first crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths. He was one of the ones that survived in a pocket dimension with the Luther with hair and yeah. old Superman and old Lois. Then punched his way through to reality. Yeah, there you go. Because comic books. Yep. If anything ever changes, that it's either one, Barry yeah. went back in time or Superboy Prime punched the walls of reality. Yeah, that one sort of faded out a little bit in the last couple of years. But for a while, that was the internet answer to pretty much everything. It's- yep. But uh, then know. the character came back to, you know, came into the mainstream universe and <laughs> became an evil Superman. I think it looks scary, and I don't really like scary movies. I'm not a fan of scary movies either. But I want to watch a scary superhero movie. Yeah. Mm. I, it might be a Netflix movie for me. Or Brent is my, my barometer for those kinds of things. So he'll go and be like, yeah, I think you could watch it. And then I'll watch it. Or he'll be like, no, that was scary. You won't like it. It's nice having a barometer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was it for like new trailers that I saw that mm. came out. Uh, we got all kinds of Disney news, like Disney Plus, Disney, and you know, yeah, because they had their big stockholders. Yeah, and call. a lot of that news I didn't even get. I know Kevin had some of it, and he'll maybe be able to update us when he gets here later. But uh, so the things that I did write down or found were uh, so well, the Mandalorian finished filming. Yeah, and it's going into post. That's going to be their their major sort of new material selling point is the Mandalorian. Yeah, when, like when for, it launched for Disney Plus. Yeah, at launch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they showed, so one of the big things in the last two weeks has been all kinds of galaxy's edge news, mm. which is, like I said, is usually Kevin's department, but well, it's star Wars and he's not here. So I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, from what I saw, they showed off uniforms for, you know, for the, uh, the cast members, you know, the workers, Yep. they showed both, uh, first order type uniforms and then just your typical people living on the fringes of space, yep. uh, uniforms. They showed off uh, oh all kinds of the different attractions. So there's like the markets and stuff like this. And the big thing, I guess, that they're going for in this area is when you walk in and when you buy stuff, you're not going to be buying stuff that's going to be then put into a plastic bag that says Star Wars and Disney on it. No, it's going to be you're buying stuff from vendors that live in these different worlds. So it's not the mass-produced stuff. Well, yes, it's, of course, it's yeah. mass-produced, but not your typical mass-produced stuff that you're going to be buying in the rest of the park or out in like cool. Walmart or things like that. Mm-hmm. It'll be exclusive stuff to the to there. Yep. Um, a lot of homemade-looking things. Huh. Uh, and then uh, like your packaging will be more Star Wars world-related. Like They showed the one... There's, there's a whole build-a-droid area. That so you can like go fun. ahead and build... I think they're supposed to be like... 12 inches yeah. or a little like 18 inches. So like your little, like those BB-8s and R2-D2s that are remote controlled ones or the voice activators you can find around right now. Yeah. Uh, but then you, so you can build your own R2 units or your own, I think there's a couple different BB units and things like that. And then they give it to you in like this box to carry it. And uh, that's like kind of gray and has like Star Wars, Star Wars like language writing on it, and like a shipping crate in the Star Wars universe, kind of yeah, with a little window that you can see the droid. But apparently, they're all they're supposed to be remote controlled, and you're supposed to be able to use it in the park. Now, I would want to be there the day that they've tested this because you have to think there's going to be thousands, well maybe not thousands, at least hundreds of these things rolling around in the park at any one time. 
how do you not have your radio controls mess up with the person's radio controls beside you? Like Maybe they have like designated areas or tracks and you have to do it like one or two at a time, which means there's going to be huge lineups for those But that's areas. not the way, the way they've I just made it because like, I'd be afraid of like driving it off and somebody kicks it. Or oh something. yeah, well just yeah. in the crowds yeah. for sure. Jeez. Especially Either, after right? you spend $120 on yeah. a droid in a fancy box. Yeah, but the way they've explained it is that, yeah, you could just be out there using it in the park. Oh, maybe I they would, have designated I, droid areas? Yeah. I don't know. I would so make a B2 from uh, Dr. Afra Because I kind <laughs> of like the design of that droid. Of course, you go for the psychotic droid. I would make a I don't think droid. they'll let you put guns on it. I don't know. No, but I, I doubt do... that they have the mouse droids. Mouse but droid speaking... with Mickey Mouse ears. There you go. Oh, it's perfect. An R2, R2 of... unit with Mickey Mouse. Well, <laughs> I would imagine that that's part of it, too, is they are going to have Disney exclusive parts for those things. Because like they they do have the they've had the droid factory for a while, which is the only making the, the three little, and three quarter yeah, inch, the yeah. three and three quarter, and it's just like bins of parts, and you yeah. you pick them out, and and they have exclusive Disney oh, parts, so it's I like wonder, an R two dome with like the mouse ears. It'd on be it. great if they did that for six inch figures. <laughs> what putting it like a build a droid build your own droids and mm. six inch figures from all the different random parts? Yeah, you could make you your own like BB actual figures. It's like I'm gonna take Lando's body and Leia's head. <laughs> I do that already. Yeah. But uh, there's that. And did we talk about the lightsaber? No, we haven't even talked. We, I, we well, just, I wasn't sure if we mentioned it on the last episode. No, because that's all that came okay. out since then. Yeah. So there's two different things. Like, well, there's one where you can go in and it's like a, uh, like a hawk shop almost. Like, it's like the, This guy's got junk from all over the world. Yeah. All of the galaxy and historical things. And you can buy holocrons from them and you can buy pre-made lightsabers. Or you can go and do the whole build a lightsaber experience where they've got, I think they can do, it says something about you can do 15, they do 15 at a time, but it's literally, you're going to be going and, you know, you pick your handle, you pick your this and you pick your that, and then you pick your crystal and you put it all together. I'm curious to see what those are built out of. Yeah. And then it gets a blade and it'll be interesting. Well, uh, what type is it? uh, Like, is it, because they've had this as a toy before. But it's the extendo blade, you know, you flick yeah. it and it, it, it extends out, but like a series of parts that you can build the hilt out of. Is it just that? Or is it something a little better quality well, than see, that? Because the ones that they showed off as the pre-built ones mm-hmm. looked like collector edition metallic. Yeah, they looked not, like the Black Series. They looked like Black Series hilts. Now, Kevin said he had seen somewhere that these lightsabers are going to be at least like in the $100 plus range. Which would, if it's a Black Series, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because 100 bucks US would be about right for that price. So my thought would be that, you know, there's already, you know, other companies out there. I think Saberforge does the uh, modular parts. Yeah. So they've made their own, you know, selection of lightsaber parts that, you know, you put you know, your main piece, you got your bottom piece, you got your top piece, and they all just screw together and they're interchangeable. Disney can easily do that. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's the, one of the, the interesting things about that line of prop making is because it, technically a lot of it is built on something that they don't own. Disney, in reverse, can steal a lot of that back without fear of lawsuit. (laughs) And, like, it's sort of good, sort of bad. You know, like, I can understand it both ways, but it's not, like, Saber Forge is a fairly sizable company at this point. But there's no way they're going to take on Disney. Not a chance. No. So Disney, in theory, could go in and, like, okay, well, that's our property to begin with, so we're going to make these now. 
for well, especially since a lot of these third, you know, these aftermarket companies and all that base their designs on either the ideas from from descriptions in books or comics yeah. or games, and then they tweak it a bit, and then they don't call them lightsabers. lightsabers they're they're laser swords or, or sabers yeah. or yeah, because yeah. there's you can't. You can't copyright certain like generic words. Yeah, and so, so either way, all kinds of more you know stuff for us to spend our money on when we go. When we go. When we have. Which we have opening dates now too. Mm. So they announced that the uh, the West Coast at Disneyland they open May thirty first. So they'll be open up and running plenty of time by the time Kevin gets there. Is that the anniversary of the first film? When did when I have it, it no came idea. out? It originally came. The original Star Wars came out in May. I just can't remember what the date was. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and then Disney World will open, but not until August 29th. So not until the end of the summer. I guess they're testing it out in May in uh, well, the West Coast to see I how think, it I think well, they started the, construction also, first out, out yeah. west. Yeah, and it's so. also, I th- isn't the one out west smaller? Like it's got a smaller footprint? I don't know. Yeah. The one thing I did see, uh, these are the biggest lands they've built. Mm. So uh, Also... Only the Millennium Falcon ride of the two attractions and two rides will be open uh, at open. Yeah. The uh, res- uh, was- well, we're probably not going for two or three years. Oh no, so we're not going for a while. Yeah, no. Unless Disney wants to send us to review it. Yes. Uh, the rise I will of go the resistance ride and sit in lines for two hours if Disney wants to pay for that trip. <laughs> the rise of the resistance ride, which is the one that you know that Kevin keeps talking about, where it looks like you you get in one thing, then you got to get out. And they show the images of like the full size at ads, yeah. and so that one will be opening at a later date. Hmm. I did see something. I didn't quite understand it, and that's why I wish Kevin was here. It's something about uh, you're going to be able to reserve stuff in the park or do park reservations for the first like or it's encouraged that people do park reservations for the first like two or three months of opening of Star- galaxy Re- edge so i don't uh, know if that means the reservations to get in line for the rides I, well there's fast passes and stuff like that that yeah but i just want to know i don't know if time. yeah how that all works but th- yeah. that's one of the things i read uh so that's i think that's all my star wars oh no then we're also uh the new game that we keep hearing little bits the, about the by EA Respawn. One? Well, it's EA, but it's Respawn. Which is awesome. Which hopefully. is awesome because they make Titanfall and, and our new favorite game, edition. Apex. <laughs> which apparently is they're going to be doing some modifications, some nerfing some people and doing some changes what, to Apex? characters and guns. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a minute because I have a little bit of news oh, on that one. There you go. I haven't played all week, so I'm kind of like... Jonesing. Jonesing. <laughs> I wanted. To, I tried to get Brent to play with me this morning, but he had to have a shower. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and uh, so we're supposed to actually get our first look at it April thirteenth at Celebration. That yeah, makes sense. Which now we now we know when Star Wars Celebration is. It's April thirteenth, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes it out before Endgame. Yeah. So we'll probably get our Star Wars Episode Nine trailer with at uh, Celebration, and then and it'll, it'll probably be attached, be attached to Endgame. Endgame. Uh, and then another little bit of well, we got a lot of, yeah, just Disney news everywhere. They're making an, another one of their new uh, Disney Plus live action series that they've announced is called is going to be a villains show. Cool, uh, and it's going to be the Book of Enchantment. And it's based on a novel series by author Serena Valentino. 
or Valentine. I can't read my own writing. <laughs> I think it's Valentino. It looks like an O. Uh, and it was supposed to see like characters like Maleficent and other villains in it. So should be interesting for you Disney fans. Uh, well, we had some some sad news this week. I don't know if were you an Andrew Two One Zero fan? Was 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 Luke Perry your your pretend boyfriend growing up? No, no, no. Well, yeah, sadly Luke Perry passed away. Yeah, and he he was a young dude too, he was like fifty for, something, and from a stroke. Yeah. So, you know, kind of puts it in perspective. You never know when you're going to go. No, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so there's yeah. So I think the the uh, for a while the the record uh, the recording for Riverdale they were on hold. Yeah, well, um, I gotta figure out what they're gonna do with him, well, yeah. right? And then you'll know, be in a big part of their cast. Mm. And I noticed, uh, so uh, his son's a pro wrestler. I was gonna say I saw a photo. I didn't know to know that. Yeah, his son, uh, he wrestles under the name Jungle Boy at the moment. He got he's signed to AEW. Oh, he's, did he? He's one of the first guys that they signed. Oh, out good of their, for him. And he's finishing up independent dates, but uh, but apparently. What I didn't know is Luke Perry, huge wrestling fan, so it sort of makes sense how his kid would have gotten into it. And the nice thing to know is he was one of those guys that, like, went to his son's shows. Like, especially, like, in the L.A. area and stuff like that, he was usually in the audience. I saw the one, there was a photo, did you see it, that Mick Foley posted? Yeah, where you can see him up in the corner. Yeah, it's a really great shot. I I don't know if the photographer angled it just perfectly, because you could see the... His son yeah. in like the corner celebrating, you know, to playing to the audience, and then up, just barely lit in the corner, opposite corner of the balcony, looking down is like Luke Perry and like the rest of like the the guy's family watching him, and it's a great photo. That's nice that he's up in the balcony and not you know trying to steal. Yeah, exactly. He's just kind of off of the side well, watching, trying to steal his thunder, but. But yeah, inadvertently like, stealing yeah, his it, thunder. It's weird. You hear about that about a couple guys. So Chris Christopher uh, on a side note, Chris Christopherson's son, you know, country music legend and actor Chris Christopherson, Rhodes Scholar, his son's a pro wrestler and worked at NXT for like two years. Oh, yeah? And apparently he would often go to the shows but wouldn't tell anybody. He would just get his kid to get him a ticket or something and go to the shows. And I don't know if he... Would never sign off on a release or anything like that. There, they only showed once or twice him in the crowd, but he was apparently there quite a bit. Oh, so yeah, it's too bad. Like it's especially when it's a guy that that young, right? Yeah. Like he he was fifty something, fifty two. Is that what it was? Wow. Yep. Uh, it was a rough week for celebrity passes. Well, yeah, because uh, it was a. Uh, <laughs> Well, who was the wrestler that passed? King Kong Bundy King Kong passed Bundy away. Passed. And, and the weird thing for me was he was only 61. Yeah. Which I would have thought he was much older than that. Yeah, but that, that's that, rest, that old wrestler life, right? Well, and he was bald from the beginning, right? Yeah. So he he looked the, the same. Uh, Gavin's brother actually wrestled him oh, that's on cool. an indie show. But him, uh, the, the dude from The Prodigy. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Committed suicide, one. and this this won't mean stuff to, to a lot of our younger listeners. Jan Michael Vincent, who was an Airwolf, yeah, and a bunch or of eighties. What, what's Airwolf? It was a, it was a TV cool... show with an attack helicopter. Yeah. It was uh, the idea was sort of like kind of like A Team, but with a helicopter. <laughs> 
He was in a lot of like B level action movies during the eighties and nineties too. So it's yeah, but I wonder what how Riverdale like not the sound crass, but I wonder wonder how Riverdale handles it. Yeah, like the the obviously his character will probably be killed off somehow, but or they could recast it. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that it's one of those things. It's either if they do that, it's like who do you recast? And how do you make you know? Because that'd be tough. Mm. Usually, I found I found that they don't really they don't tend to recast if the the actor passes away. It's more of if they get fired for whatever reason, yeah, yeah. or decide not to come back on their own. Well, I don't know. I I don't watch Riverdale, so I don't know how integral his character. He's Archie's was to dad. The he's Archie's well, yeah, dad. Yeah, I know, but I he's, don't know how. He's, all the parents are pretty involved in the stories. Yeah. His ex-wife is Molly Ringwald. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think. I was thinking, say, well, if they kill him, if they kill him off or have him leave, is to have maybe have her move back to Riverdale, mm. and so because otherwise, it's like, well, what Archie's going to live on his own? Yeah, and how do you do it tastefully, right? Like yeah. they made if, Archie's parents divorce. Yeah, they were divorced. It's yeah, the, it's He's, dark side, Archie. I know. Oh, yeah. I don't want to watch it's it. So it's going to ruin my Archie. It's so good like, though. So you know the. The one version of it is you kill him off and make it a murder mystery. Yeah, but see, the problem, the problem but with that, that is... that seems really disrespectful well, at the that, same time. And that's pretty much the whole part of plot uh, of season first, two yeah. was him getting... Like, he got shot at the end of season oh, one. Oh, okay. By so the Hoyd. do that again. And, yeah, which turned out to be Betty's father. Spoiler. Oops. That's season two. If you watch it, watch it. Don't watch it. Whatever. But, yeah. Craziness. Uh, do 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 do. Oh, Star Trek Discovery got renewed for a, se- a third season already. Yay! Yeah. We still have to watch season two. Yeah, but you finally watched season one, so we yeah, can we talk about that. But <clears throat> you need to just hurry up, catch up on season two, so we can just talk about all of it at the same time. Because mm. at this point, I don't, you know, everything just blends together for me. Well, and that's so. why we stopped at season one because we thought we would talk about season one and then no, talk just about keep season going. two. But just keep yeah, going. We'll if it's all it blended in your head, we'll just keep. Oh going. yeah, just keep going. Uh, oh, DC Universe's Titans has cast a Superboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua Orpin, he's uh, from Australia. Okay. And he's been in a few things. Nothing that, that I haven't seen. Nothing I've seen him in. Have you watched that show? Like, yes. Did you watch the it's whole thing? It's on Netflix, yes. Yeah, we watched the first episode. <laughs> I find it's one of the... It's a, it, yeah, the first it was like, uh, and then it just kind of, it builds. And then by the end of it, you're like, okay. Like, there's a couple of really, really good episodes. I really like what they did with Starfire in the first episode. Like I like her character so far. Yeah. Although I I, I watched Teen Titans Go. Well, so that's this your is problem. Like, yeah, this is not Teen Titans Go. No, I know. So this is like a really big jump for me <laughs> from Starfire, who's the cute little kitten lover, to like apparently an assassin of some sort. Yeah. So yeah. There's some really interesting episodes with Hawk and Dove. Yeah, and their whole there's one where they it's pretty much the whole episode just like their origin story like it's a flashback episode, but it's one of the best episodes. Yeah, well, we'll get to it. Apparently, we need to like take a vacation and just do nothing but watch TV. Yeah, not gonna happen. No. <laughs> uh, do 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 do. That's that 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 that. Just going through my list. Oh, Suicide Squad two news. Oh yeah, that's a, it's a, a bunch of interesting stuff coming. Yeah, out, assuming it's correct. So it sounds like Will Smith will not be back. It's due to uh, uh, shooting 
scheduling difficulties. Is that what it was? Yeah, I just saw, I, I just I never saw not, the reason. It's not like fuck you, I want more money. It's he's got something else pre-planned that they can't that move they around, can't around. And so Eldris Alba will be replacing him. Yeah. Which um, I have no problem him being dead shot, but it's too bad he couldn't be somebody else. See, and that was my thought. I was when Brent was telling me about this. Is I'm like if if it's going to be the exact same character that was in the first Suicide Squad movie, you think they would have got somebody who looks a little bit more like Will Smith, like at least body type wise. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Not I just because I love Idris Elba. Oh yeah, I just think they, if Will Smith couldn't be in it, then you just don't have, have that character in it. Yeah, because yeah. it sounds like other than Margot Robbie and Will Smith, and even Margot Robbie's not going to be in the entire thing by the sounds of things. Oh, see, all of this. So it sounds like so all of this, so Margot Robbie's character, you know, Harley Quinn, and then Deadshot. Those are like the only two returning, and maybe Amanda Waller. Yeah, the rest of them are all going to be a brand new team, which totally makes sense for the Suicide Squad. Because yeah, that's how the comics and the, yeah it went. And since Harley's out on the lamb, she's out and about right now. Right, mm. they could easily make part of the movie being going after her and then that's why yeah you know why she's only in it for a little bit but uh the thing with the uh, address alba because uh, jen and i had a long conversation about this in the car i liked will smith as deadshot but it was very will smithy at parts of it right yeah yeah the difference you're going to get with the address alba is more than likely because he's an actor like he, he is an actor actor He's going to build a character around this, so we're it, it's he's going to sink his teeth into yeah, it a little bit, which is probably why they shouldn't. It should be somebody else. It shouldn't yeah. be Deadshot. I don't really want to see Idris Elba trying to be Will Smith. Well, yeah, exactly. Trying or people be will be just you know, even if he's not, if he makes makes him yeah. his own, everybody's going to be like, "Well, I liked it better when Will the way Will yeah. Smith did." Yeah, it. Part Will of Smith me, was more fun. Or, I'm imagining or, or, the problem or, is is they are ready to go, and they thought that they were worked out the the issues with Will Smith well. filming, and yeah. it just didn't work out. Well, and instead of pushing it back another six months. To rewrite the script. To rewrite the well, script without like, him or to, to get him for filming. They yeah. they need to go now, and that's why they're recasting. Well, the one thing I did read is that they've only, I guess, done a couple drafts of the script. So I don't know if the script's even finished. Yeah. Well, this is, some of the Idris Alva stuff is rumor at this point anyways, right? I don't think an official statement has been yeah. made. Um, it, they're definitely talking to him. Like, I, I'd be confident in saying that, yeah. but... The one the other thing I did read too was that uh, that Joel Kinnaman, Rick Flag, yeah. won't, be, won't be back either. That yeah, doesn't see, surprise. Now me. you'd no. think that well, yeah, not for his character, but you'd think that the handlers would be the things that connect the movies together rather than the team. So yeah. if they have Amanda Walsh and uh, Waller, yeah, or sorry, Waller. Waller, I don't remember their names. Um, <laughs> like that would. That would be the the part that I would use to connect it as opposed yeah. to... Well, exactly. And yeah. that's usually how it is in the comic. Yeah. Right? And I, I think the only problem with that is is whether you loved or did not like or just like Suicide Squad, Waller you'd remember from it because she was just good. Yeah, yeah. she was. But I until you mentioned it, I'm like, oh yeah, Rick Flagg's in that movie. Yeah. Like that that character's fairly nondescript on a whole. Oh, yeah. You know, no. like it's... the only reason he's in it is because his girlfriend is the enchantress. Yeah. yeah. So like he doesn't need to be in the next no. one. You could have any generic, you know, military soldier or military guy, yeah. guy 
being in charge of the, you know helping to run the team. Yeah. So did you see the character lineup? I did. I didn't write it down because I figured, eh, we'll get to it. Maybe we won't for time. But some of them were interesting. So King I w- Shark. King, yeah. Which, King motherfucking Shark. Which he is a man who is part shark. Guess who Brent's excited about? King Shark. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So then you'll need. <laughs> so this week's episode of The Flash on TV. Yeah. Was Gorilla Grodd versus King Shark. Oh, I might have to watch that episode unto itself. Yeah, well, which so giant monkey versus giant shark man. Yes. Uh, so right now here in Canada, Flash is airing on Netflix, yeah. but it's a week behind. So you just mm-hmm. got to wait till like Monday, Tuesday next week. Cool, and you should be able to watch that episode. But uh, yeah, there was what Polka Dot Man. Yeah, it's a lot of really B and C level characters. Is he the one that makes dimensions? I don't know. I have no idea who Polka Dot Man is. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the picture I saw was bad. Like this guy in like this white outfit with like colored polka dots all over him. Which comic was I reading when there was the guy who makes dimensions and jumps through like makes dots? And... Oh, uh, Spider Man. That's a Spider Man. Oh, okay, spot. so that's the spot. Yeah, that's the spot. Well, it could technically be the same guy, but could. you know, uh, who else is on that list? Um, Hold are up, you looking I'm it up right now? Yeah. To the internets and. Uh, we should also note that James Gunn is writing this. Yes. Uh, it's rumored they want him to direct, but we don't have confirmation on that yet. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, okay. So we have Deadshot, Ratcatcher. That's the other one I thought was an interesting character. And Rat he catcher? will be... Uh, da, 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 is a super criminal and one of Batman's villains. Well, yeah. no shit. Who um, isn't a Batman villain? You, okay, so got to be a Silver Age character. Started out as an exterminator before turning into a life of crime. Has an army of small rodents that she can communicate with. They're, genders, they're gender swapping the character for the film. It's going to be a woman in the film, apparently. Sounds like, uh, what was the guy's name from Ninja Turtles? That's what I was just thinking. The guy who takes over Splinter's brain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Polka Dot Man can grow multicolored polka dots on his body that he can turn into fireballs and other weapons. Um, he's also a Batman got, like, villain. I just got this great image in my head of him, like as, as a frat boy, and it's like, guess where he always grows the polka dot that shoots fire. Here's a, a weird his crotch. Here's a weird character that's interesting to throw in. Crotch. Peacemaker is one of the characters. He's usually a superhero, but maybe Peacemaker? he'll be the good guy on the hero. Because there have so, been times in the past yeah, where the well, Suicide Squad has, you know, when it's a villain, a hero that goes to jail for doing something bad, and then they get put onto the squad to be the the good guy. Yeah, the so, corrupted paladin. <laughs> um, Peacemaker is a Charlton character. He was one of the characters that got bought... When, when they, they bought, bought Blue Beetle and... Um, Wasn't Shazam part of the show? No, no Shazam's a different one from that, too. Um, Blue Beetle... I don't know what I'm talking about. Blue Beetle, Ooh, question. question. But all the characters that they ripped off for Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's not ri- that's what Watchmen started off as. and um, In later years when he has been used, he has been used as a... Um, like a Punisher style vigilante, so I get, if that's the take they're doing on him, I can kind of see. Yeah. You know, it's so just because you said Watchmen, I got this week's ep- uh, issue of Doomsday Clock. Oh yeah, that's still coming out. Yep. Which uh, in this issue, all the heroes 
pretty much all the heroes leave Earth to go to Mars to fight Doc because they, there's a uh, they, they they traced back a uh, radiation or uh, you know something that caused an explosion, killed a bunch of people, tried to make it look like Firestorm did it, and so Doctor Manhattan's on Mars, so they all go to confront to him. They find out it's him. There's a really interesting uh, panel where the uh, Shazam family uh, it's like, whoa, that blue guy is naked. <laughs> <laughs> and like the uh one of the uh, was it Mary Marvel? One of the 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 one of the the, the lady Shazams is like uh There's more tells, than one? I think there's I think the, well they made it sound like there was two. Oh, okay. And I think uh more or less told one of them to close their eyes and they made a comment about you know, well first one made a comment about the way the other one reacted and then told the other one to close their eyes so they didn't look <laughs> at the big blue penis. And then uh but I was surprised to see the question there. Because mm. it just goes to show how out of touch I am and where the DC universe is right now. Because as far as I knew, the question was still dead. Renee Montoya was the question. Yeah. But then I think she died. I don't know. But there's a well, male. They've question. never explained what happened to her, other than there's been references to the fact that she had disappeared. Yeah. So. But, so yeah. In this, at least in the Doomsday Clock, at the moment, there's a male question. And then in the other ongoing big uh, Heroes in Crisis, uh, there's a Blue Beetle, like Ted Cord Blue Beetles around, hanging out with Booster, which uh, is another character that had been, like, as far as I knew, he's was... He's been dead for quite a while, right? Yeah, he's, like, like, he died back. during Identity Crisis. That's, you know, that's yeah, why that's... Wonder Woman snapped Ted Cord's neck. Yeah. And we're deep diving here into the comics. Look out. Yeah, you've lost me. Yep. Sorry. But uh, even even in New 52, Ted was dead. Yeah. And Jamie Reyes was Blue Beetle. Yeah. So I don't know at what point since, you know, once again, Dr. Manhattan now is the one. It used to be, you know, first it was Superboy Prime punched the walls of the universe to change everything. Then Barry ran, was running back in time, causing everything to change. Now it's a Doctor. Now it's Doctor Manhattan Dr. playing with reality, changing yeah. everything. I uh, who knows? So they've lost me. The one I read one DC book, and Grant Morrison does not give a fuck about continuity. So somebody should do a comic where it's those three characters that you just said all fucking with time, meeting in like a pocket dimension, and like fighting over whose timeline gets to win. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. <laughs> that will be the the next in DC's reboot series. Uh, and so my last little bit, so same with DC, but DC TV, uh, they announced that uh, Green Arrow, or at least Arrow, will be ending. will be ending now. Arrow with Stephen Amell will be ending ending after ten episodes next season, mm. which would coincide with when they do their big crossover, usually in the in the fall, which is supposed to be Crisis on, you know, the, uh, in, in, Crisis on Multiple Earths or the Crisis or whatever yeah. they're calling it. I forget now. Um, and he made his deal with the Monitor at the end of the last Crisis, so all the speculation was that you know when this happens that he was going to get killed off. So maybe, you know, now this is with this whole 10 episodes of him being done, is he going to be killed off? I think he's kind of left it open that like there was talk that, you know, the show may continue on with other characters, mm. but not him. And then, well, he, he, like, they've built up the world enough. Even if they 
canceled yeah, Arrow. Yeah, they can do a spin And made another one or called sort. it Arrows or called yeah. it, you know, because they've, since they've stopped doing their flashbacks to the island, this season has been more, has been flash forwards. That so, which is make, which is a little more, which is, there's not a lot of them, but it makes it, things confusing because you yeah. see like his son older and then you see uh, the guy that was playing Red Arrow. He comes back and he's involved in episodes and you see a few of the other ones and they make, make up them up a bit to make them look a little older and. Yeah, it's but um, you don't see you don't see Green Arrow. I I kind of get why he's he's probably said no. It, it like I'm I think it's still doing okay in the ratings. Well, yeah, so and even he himself like he's come out like he's one that announced it. And he's come out and just said I guess he went and talked to them that he wanted to, he was ready to, to end at the end of the season, but they decided well here let's you know they came to this compromise and like story-wise it made yeah. more sense to do this and so he was on board with it and he's he said he's he's always been a fan of shows that know when to to finish and they don't yeah. drag it out and so he didn't want his show to become one of those shows the the comparison i can make in two ways is supernatural yeah it's <laughs> like supernatural still goes but uh you it, and it's still fairly popular, but they're they've been retreading the same old ground now for like a couple seasons. Oh, and there was and, a few seasons between because like, this would be I guess this is season seven of Arrow. Next yeah. will be eight, I think, or it's six and seven, one or the other. But and uh, yeah, it's like thirteen now for yeah, like, there's a few like clunker that. seasons between like seasons five and thirteen of, yeah. of Supernatural. Yeah. Like there's times when you're thinking it's like. Why am I still watching this? Or this? I'm surprised this is coming back. Yeah, because and the other cute. side of it is is for the the main actors. Yeah, it's great because they have a guaranteed paycheck. Oh yeah, you know, like and as an actor, that's few and far between, really. Like it's only a selected few that get that steady income year after year like that. It's but at the same time, like we're we know that uh, the one guy, uh, what's his name, the guy with the short hair. Of what show are we talking about? Supernatural. Uh, Supernatural. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not Moose Squirrel. Yeah, the guy who plays Dean. Yeah, yeah. we know he was on the short list for Star Lord. Yeah, I and think he was on the short list for Captain America originally. Yeah, too. he's a he's a guy that Marvel has liked, and part of me wonders if part of their hesitation is like you have to go around the shooting dates, and this happens for you can't argue either way with it like especially if like i think he's married and has kids oh yeah you I think want they that? all they've all put the, you know at this point yeah 13 I, I don't care who you are even if you're single after 13 years of like shooting in vancouver being mm-hmm. on the same show you're putting roots down somewhere you're buying a house somewhere whether but, it's in los angeles yeah, and commuting and it, or and vancouver like job security yeah. right but at the same time like I don't know if he would have been good as Captain America or Star Lord. Star Lord, I could see more than Captain America. I he, like just from how he plays his character, yeah. Supernatural. He'd be a, he would have been a decent fit for that. Yep. But you, it's got to play at the back of his mind a little bit. Like, well, you know, I would have been if if I had gotten. Would that I part. have been in Jurassic World? Well, that <laughs> that could have launched his career at least a little bit more, and yeah. the money, depending on his deal, the money from Guardians and from the Avengers movies he'd be in would be pretty good. Yep. And I bet you Stephen Mel has sort of seen this a little bit. Well, now he was he's in been, Ninja Turtles too. 
Yeah, and I'm like I think he's he's also been smart and he's set up outside ventures. For oh yeah, Mac he's got his knocking point winery and, and... Uh, the the convention company that he is a part owner in. Yeah, which that... is like that to me is, makes him one of the smartest actors in genre shows on a yeah. whole. Because <laughs> he has the contacts to continually do a half decent convention yeah. at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Just bring in his friends, have a party. Here, go yeah. over here and sign some autographs. So it doesn't surprise me that it's ending. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, eight years is a good run. Oh, yeah. And then next year, we'll probably be getting that Batwoman show. So in theory, yeah. it would just be a quick, like, uh, that would be like, okay, Something Arrow else finishes we'll that time slot take spot. And... Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. It's the... <laughs> The, the you know it was the first of the new DC shows that spawned an actual universe. Yeah, none of the ones before that had done it. The, the you know, Smallville didn't have offshoots. They tried, didn't they? I think they may have done some backdoor pilots there, like where it's episodes where and there is a full pilot for the Aquaman spinoff that like that, you can I think I know for a while you could buy it on iTunes hmm. like after they had dumped it like it wasn't going to be a series but. I forgot they had done a pilot yeah. for Aquaman on that. It's funny how Aquaman always tends to be the character that, you know, they did that. They, they made the pretend movie on mm-hmm. Entourage where it became like the biggest movie of all time. And then, <laughs> and, and yeah, for Smallville, they actually did. I think it was did. called Aquaman. Oh, no, it was. Uh, no, like the, the pilot. Oh, no, like, I, I think it was called pi- Mercy Reef or something like that was the idea. I have no like, idea. The, like, like Smallville, Smallville. right? Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. It yeah. wasn't a great pilot. Like, I can see why it didn't get picked up. Like, there was nothing particularly wrong with it, but nothing was like, oh, I gotta see the next episode yeah. of this. Oh, well. Yeah. So, well, good on them. Yep. Ending, ending. hopefully, on a high note of some sort. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Yep. We'll keep watching. Yep. So, that's it for my news stuff. You said you had some Apex news? So, we're getting something in the near future. Don't know what. So, they're going to be introducing their season system, like what PUBG has been doing. And Fortnite. And Fortnite and the rest of them. That should be coming sometime this month. Yeah, I saw something about a season one and a battle pass. So, data miners have gone through the game as nerd people do when they're obsessed (laughs) with something. And it looks like we're going to get another character, too. Now, whether it's a freebie character or this one that you have to unlock somehow, that is unknown. But it's such a fun game. Yeah, and they've been saying, I guess, guess either this week or I guess they're going to be retooling the balancing of some of the weapons and characters. Yep. Uh, I wonder if they're going to make the hitbox for the guy you like to use, uh, Gibraltar. Yeah. If they're going to make it actually. He's the big guy, so he's got the biggest shape, so apparently he's got a bigger hitbox. So I wonder if or some or so some twelve year old yelled at me the other day when I was online. What? Oh yeah, Brent. Brent made new friends. Are you yelling at twelve year olds? No, he yelled at me. Do I have to take away your, your it, Xbox? No, privileges? because it, it was the character selection, <laughs> and I just hear this little voice and like. Don't pick Gibraltar, man. What? Why the hell did you pick Gibraltar? He is the biggest hitbox of all the characters. I'm like, I'm getting chastised by a kid whose <laughs> balls haven't dropped yet. Uh, online gaming. Yeah. See, it's funny. Brent makes friends like that. My buddy, my buddy Jamie. He's he's good at games. So he's our anchor. <laughs> yeah. So he, over the years, he ends up 
he'll go into these games and there's it's quite often it becomes trends where people like to use this one gun all the time but then the game makers will usually have a gun that can counter that like if there's this gun that's like a lead hose that just keeps shooting bullets well then there'll be a shotgun that you can like you know one kill one shot kill people with or something like that but you, you just got to get, get close. close so I think it was on Gears of War that kind of situation happened. So he would end up using the shotgun instead because everybody else was using this other gun. And so he'd just keep killing people. Like he'd get up close and kill them and do this. And then he'd get like emails threatening him that he was uh, cheating and they were going to report him or Uh all these kinds of shit. And he always, he responds to them. He's always got the best responses. Like he just cool and calm and like, you know, treats them as if they're little children, patting them on the head. But, you know, he's like, well, maybe you need to take some time away from these video games because clearly they're too intense for you <laughs> and then so then then they always just keep it you know emailing him back and to the point where he's just like you know i think you know, i think one time he even invited some he's like well you sound like you could use some friends do you want to be my friend i'll be your friend <laughs> yeah like, then he, so he goes from being like you know condescending to super condescending <laughs> so the, this kid uh and he just yattered the entire game and at the towards the end of it when he died and uh, like it was me and the other adult playing left and like and just before we were at the the end of the game i'm like just a tip kid quote jackie chan i like listening to people because i didn't talk the entire game i like listening to people talk especially when they talk a lot because then you know how full of shit they are <laughs> i clicked off and i was done i could just hear him go what <laughs> I had heard the other adult guy laughing. It was great. Yeah, because like when we play together, we'll <laughs> use our headsets and talk to each other. But when we play with p- other people online, like I don't even plug my headset in because the way the game's I, set up, you can ping things and yeah. tell people. I well, really, I I only played a handful of games with strangers. Usually, I just play with you and Jamie or my I, brother. I plug it in so I can hear. Every once in a while, you get lumped in with a group of good guys. I did the the other day. They were great, and I didn't friend them on Xbox. I should have. <laughs> Because like they worked as a squad, and I told like, and they were friendly right off the bat, and I'm like, okay, just to warn you guys, I suck. And they're like, ah, it's okay, it's just a game. And I'm like, oh, good, I found people who are like me. And Yay, there are non assholes yeah. on this game. Woohoo! All the all the children are still playing Fortnite. I usually mute my mic though, unless it, like they sound like they're semi intelligent people. <laughs> the the funniest thing I came across though was as I was playing the other day. Um, with a group of guys, and they didn't seem bad, but I guess one was a firefighter because we heard like a radio go off, yeah. and then like I I I wish I had paid more attention to it because I was like, is that a radio, like a, a CB kind of thing? And followed up by oh uh, five uh, three alarm fire at such and such place, and he's like, I gotta go, guys, and we just saw him <laughs> <laughs> like I guess he was an on call firefighter yep. and. Or on call that day. You can't really be or, like, or hang or on after this. Yeah, no, but it was more like, I wonder where it was. <laughs> Gotta go, guys. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're getting more of that stuff in the in very near future. It's it, If you're a first-person game fan, it, it's a fun game. Yeah, it's a first-person shooter, battle royale. Yeah. Really. I didn't think I was going to like playing it without my friends, and so far it's been okay. It's still a fun game, so... Yeah. Except for when you get yelled at by a 12-year-old. No, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, it, it can lead to fun situations, like 
Uh, the story I always go to is uh, playing Halo early one morning with Doug online. And we were playing against uh, a bunch of British kids because of the time zone difference. And Doug got really mad at this one kid. We didn't know he was a kid until Doug just like, Ah, fuck you! Fuck you in the fucking fuck fuck face! And we just heard this little British voice on the other side go, Fuck me in the fucking fuck face? And with the accent, I just died laughing. Both me both me and and it wasn't like the kid was mad. He was questioning like what what does that even mean? How how does how does that work? And Doug's just like, I'm done, I'm done. Like I can hear Doug crying (laughs) with laughter from the headset. So But, uh, okay, so that's it for the news. That's it for news. So, uh, we're going to hit pause, but you're not... We'll have a brief intermission. Oh, well, uh, I guess we should do a little bit of housekeeping, because of when this episode comes out. We will be at Toronto Comic Con this weekend. Yes, we will. We got uh, press passes, and I am doing panels. Uh, If you want my panel schedule, it is posted up on our Facebook page. So uh, you, you can follow me there. Um, I'm in the same room. It's a, I think all the panels for the comic side are all in the same room, which is kind of nice because it means I don't have to run somewhere. Yeah. But uh, uh, the there's lots of good sketch duels that I'm doing and panels. There's a writing panel I'm hosting. So come out and also look out for Kevin and Ryan and Jen. We'll all be there Saturday. Yep. I'm at the moment. I think I'm going to be there. I'm planning on going all weekend, so I'll just be wandering around. No, oh, okay. Looking lost. And... I'll be there Saturday. I'll be wandering around with Kevin and Ryan, looking lost. There we go. That's what we do. <laughs> and we're going to try and get some interviews while we're there. Um, Take you lots of pictures. Yeah, and uh, so also because of that, follow us on Twitter and Instagram because uh, we will be posting up photos and stuff as we kind of go along. Of our little weekend. adventure. Yay! Yay! And, uh, yeah, so it should be fun. I, I love this show. I, oh, yeah, it's always a fun show. Yeah, and it's not as busy a Fan Expo, so... Like, That's I, where I, I go. I really like Fan Expo, but sometimes, like, on the Saturday last year, I had a bunch of panels, and I just, I, like, but they were spaced out a little bit by it. Like, I would have one an hour off, and then I'd have another, and I just stayed on the same floor, just kind of outside the door of that panel. Well, I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's so hard to move around on yeah, the Saturday. It, was, it wasn't worth it, me trying to go somewhere else, because then I would have, like, two minutes to get back up to where I was. So. Yep. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, there's that. It should be pretty awesome. Um... I'm scheduled to do an interview that you'll see pop up in a little while. Um, I'm scheduled to do it uh, not this week, next week, so next Wednesday. So I don't know when it'll pop up after that, but uh, I'm not going to say who it is because uh, it may still fall apart. <laughs> um, that's just how stuff is. But So we have lots of content coming your way. I know we had a little bit of a slow period there for a bit, but... Between that and the movie season and convention season and everything else, it's you know, we're 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 starting back up and yep. and coming soon a website. Yes, Jen has been hard at work and has put together something pretty cool. We just haven't launched it yet because we're still tweaking stuff. Yep. If you have any ideas of what you'd like to see on our website, please let us know at Facebook yep. or email or Twitter. 
or any of those other ways you can contact us. Yeah. So one like of the content ideas, not design ideas. Is, um, yeah. I'm I'm going to semi announce it now. I am going to be doing some writing on the website. So if you liked any of my past columns, that's where you're going to find the nerdy stuff from. Yeah, hopefully we're all going to do a little bit of writing yeah. on it. I'm thinking that it would be a good place for our uh, long box of Doom reviews to go mm -hmm. after we talk about them on the podcast. So And some toy reviews and stuff like that. Yeah, those too. are just ideas yes. we've got right now. But again, if you have any ideas for content, let us know. But I'm definitely going to make it my mission to do like one piece a week. I, I know that's not going to be for everybody on our crew, but I'm definitely going to try and write at least one thing a week. That, oh, that's good. It'll keep you writing. Yeah, that too. Is keeps those skill set that skill set up. Yep. And uh, I can tease it a little bit. Is I am in talks with somebody to do another podcast that will feature me. That maybe on our stream might be in somebody else's. It'll be a co-production of sorts, a limited series. Jen and I both gave the, this is news to me. Look. Oh, I know. Oh. Uh, it, it's just Well, a, this is news to me, it's then. Just a, it's slow sort of yeah. figuring out what we're actually, what it, what the full plot of it's going to be. But uh, hopefully I will have that for soon. But uh, up next, once Kevin gets here, is our review of Captain Marvel. So while no time has passed for you listeners, it's been about 20 minutes for us. Kevin is here so now. I'm here now. Yay. Yay. So with Kevin here, we are going to do a full review of Marvel's Cinematic Universe's latest film, Captain Marvel. Is it I redundant am... to say Marvel's Captain Marvel? Marvel's Captain Marvel. Marvel say that Marvel, like Marvel. Marvel's Marvelous Captain Marvel. Marvel, Marvel. She is pretty marvelous. Yeah. She is. So just to warn, as we said at the start of the episode, there will be spoilers coming up. Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> we're going to do an in-depth dive on this so if you don't want to know about the movie, haven't seen it yet, turn off the episode now, go to your theater, go see the two-hour movie, maybe have some popcorn and a pop, come back, press play, and hear us rant about it. Um, who wants to go first? I will. Jen has notes. So. I have notes. Whoa. I took notes um, on my phone while the credits were rolling. Okay. <laughs> um, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I think it's up there in my top grouping of marvel movies i was talking with brent about Ooh, this while praise. we were driving somewhere um and it's really difficult to say this is my favorite or this is my like top five it's more like a venn diagram mm -hmm. of the my favorites my least favorites and then the middle ones um which i mean they're all good but anyway i really enjoyed it um obviously i really like the fact that it's a female lead and i like that um there was a lot of strong females in that, even the bad guys. I really mm -hmm. liked uh, um, Annette Benning, even though she kind of was not really sort of a female. But anyway, I liked the uh, the badass Cree warrior sharpshooter girl. She was fun. She just had a really cool looking design. Yeah, yeah she was good. I was hoping she'd stick around longer. Yeah. Uh, I really liked um, Carol's best friend, whose name I don't remember. Maria. Maria, Maria. Rambo. Yeah. And even her daughter, Monica. Who in the Marvel comic universe becomes Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel yeah. slash Photon slash Monica? She's had the, like eight names. Monica. What's her more recent one though? It's like, uh, Spectrum is her current name. Yeah. Monica has been one of my all-time favorite Marvel characters since I started reading comics. Yeah, but I mean, even as as a little girl in this, you know, I love that her mom was reluctant to go on a mission to space, and <laughs> the little girl was like. 
think about what an example you're setting for me. <laughs> Which was so she cute. She was good comic relief. She yeah. was so cute. Um, I loved that uh, this, my big, my first note was that it was awesome that the Skrulls weren't the real bad guys. Yeah, that was well, a real yeah. twist. That was, I think, probably, I was really relieved to hear that because I was worried it was going to be uh, you know, like a retcon of the entire Marvel universe of he's a Cylon and she's a Cylon and he's a Cylon, like Battlestar mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica. Um, only Skrulls. Uh, and I think that would just kind of ruin everything that they've built up to this point. So mm. I'm really glad that the Skrulls were actually not bad guys. They looked really cool, too. And they yeah, had they had a great job. Design. Design. Yeah. And, and good on them for not making them bad guys because it means that Ben Mendelsohn has a good guy role this year. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Um, I loved I, I I loved the soundtrack. I loved all the '90s songs. It was like <laughs> listening to my my teenage years again. Uh, I loved the humor. Um, because I the Marvel movies that are a little bit more comedic are usually my favorites, like Ant Man, Thor Ragnarok, mm. even Doctor Strange to a certain mm-hmm. extent is more comedic than the other ones. Uh, so I really liked that. It was I like it when they kind of lighten well, it's it fun. up, yeah. lighten it up a bit. It's more fun. I mean, it's a movie. It's it's a serious. It's a comic book movie, yeah, and we a, know we know Endgame's going to be a little bit on the heavy side. Yeah, so and I it's, mean, it's, it's it's like a dramatic universe, I suppose. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, I go to these things to have fun. I want to watch. I want to be entertained, and usually, humor is is my most entertaining thing. Um, oh my god, it made me love Coulson again. I'd forgotten completely about how much I loved Coulson until he <laughs> popped up again in this yeah. movie, and then I'm like, I miss Coulson. It was great when Coulson was a, sc- a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I love that phone call. It's like, uh, where did everybody go? Yeah. <laughs> and saving the best for last, uh, Goose, the alien kitten. Who in the comics is called Chewy. That's why they changed the yeah, name. Yeah, okay. I yeah. knew it was something. I had to look it up property. because I knew it would come up and it kept killing me. So this morning I looked it up and he was, it's Chewy. Yeah. So, you know, like Chewbacca. And so they really... They went yeah. from one co-pilot to another one. Yeah. Because Goose is the co-pilot in Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Goose is obviously the cat. And Brent was like, of course the cat's going to be your favorite character. You mean the Flurkin? The Flurkin. The Flurkin. Oh, my Flirkin. God. And you really the... shouldn't have that on your lap. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, totally interrupt you here just because um, I went to EB last night and mm. bought the... EB exclusive figure from the movie, which is Carol in the Cree colors, which comes with the sniper head, the sniper figure head. So it's when we can get that figure. So I made that figure, but I was talking to the, the to the woman at the checkout, and I said, "Yeah, no, I went and saw it last night." And she asked me if it's good, and she's like, "Is the cat a flirkin? <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yes, yes he is." And I was like, "Because the first time I'd heard about the flirkins was uh, Guardians was Guardians of the Galaxy one or two. Did they mention the Flurkins in the Guardians? I thought Rocket did, or maybe it was a comic that I, I read. I think it was in the Rocket. Oh, yeah. in the, it. It, Rocket mentions it in the comics. Oh, okay, because in comic the then. Captain Marvel comic, Rocket shows up and has interactions with her, and that's when she finds out. Because when she goes to space and joins the Guardians, she takes Chewie with her. Yeah, and there's you know she meets up with Rocket, and, and he Rocket's starts like, free freaks yeah. out. So why do you have this? And then then also in the comic, uh, Chewie has has a whole litter of Flurkins. Yeah. So I love that. I love that part of the movie where they're like, oh, he's just a cat. You aliens are freaking out because he's a cat. And then when he actually is revealed as a flirt, he starts eating people in Samuel Jackson's reaction. 
Nice kitty. So I'm yeah. going to pick you up now. <laughs> and then he starts using him like a gun. Well, yeah, even before he started eating people, he's like pointing at the scrolls. Like, oh, you're afraid oh, of the God. cat, eh? Like, and the thing is, is that the whole time you're like, well, it must just be a cat because, you know, he's like pointing at the cat. The cat's not doing anything, but yeah, the scrolls are reacting. And then <laughs> I love that part. So, yeah. So overall enjoyed it? Overall, it's definitely in my top grouping of movies i don't know what number uh, of the marvel that's hard, movies but yeah, yeah the marvel movies it's yeah it's awesome. getting tougher and here's my little flurkin hi petra so i enjoyed it mm-hmm. um i enjoyed the way they kind of used the comic origin give it a new spin like on how she gets her powers yeah because mm-hmm. well. in the comics it was some convoluted machine that exploded and she was near marvel and or captain marvel, marvel. and yeah. it transferred some of his powers and stuff to her in this one it was the infinity cube the, the tesseract. tesseract uh that was connected to kree technology that exploded and gave her her powers which is cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like that, yeah, that we still got a Captain Marvel. Just wasn't who everybody thought it was going to be. Yeah. Still was the good guy, not a bad guy. Not a dick. Like that guy who called her Veers because it was oh. the, the only half of... Anrog. I think his name was Anrog, wasn't it? Yeah, that, well, that's what Jude he's Law. listed as on the, the action figure yeah. that doesn't have... Oh, that was the other part I love is the end where she's like the final fight with him. And he's, Come on, he's take, like, you know, prove to me that you're stronger than me. Prove to me that you did. And then she just shoots him. She's like, <laughs> she I don't have him. to prove anything to you. And I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> she Indiana Jones. Did that oh, yeah. was exactly. awesome. <laughs> Hi, little flirkin. And then dragged him off and sent him into space. Yeah. yeah. And gave his but, spaceship but a, a boost. Send me back empty handed. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointed we didn't get to see uh, the, the the supreme intelligence as a big giant head in a jar. Yeah, that would have been kind of neat. Even like it, it because when it started glitching there, I thought we're going to get a glimpse of that. Oh, yeah. but no, 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 that would have been a funny, nice little mm. comic booky, you know, tidbit for it. But uh, yeah, no, good movie. I you know all the little, you know, the the uh, the Stanley cameo. Aww. Yeah, Kevin Smith, as predicted, was very happy and cried about it. But yeah, because I guess he didn't know. Well, at least he didn't know until he saw it. Yeah, that they used his script. Yeah, that uh, cute. and then her smiling at him when she saw him. Yeah, I guess that wasn't supposed to happen. It just that happened organically. Like mm-hmm. when when they filmed it, and they just uh, the directors they just in. they just they kept it in because they thought it was. You know, it was like yeah, it's like a good little nod. It's like. Okay, yeah, it's not in character, but... I like that the Marvel credits opening a a logo instead of all the characters. It was all of Mm, Stanley's... The cameos and some behind-the-scenes stuff. Really nice touch. Okay. So, good? Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Like like Jen said, she already hit a lot of the big things. Uh, The characters were good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I had a list. (laughs) You know, the characters are fun. They got good interactions. They brought in a lot of the characters from the comics, like from her newer comics run. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, seeing the young Sam Jackson. Well, I noticed Kelly Sue DeConnick got a special credit for assistance before 
they had the big group comic credit where mm-hmm. yes. everybody was listed. Yeah. Who had worked on Ms. Marvel and Captain yeah. Marvel at various points. Like Bendis was in there and Roy Thomas and then a bunch of others. Right. Uh, the way that well, when when Carol's talking to to Fury in the the diner or in the the bar and explaining the difference between Kree and Skrulls and how to feel, and he's like, "Well, how do I know you're not a Skrull?" And she just shoots the oh yeah, shoots the the, 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 jukebox. the jukebox, and he's like, "So?" He's like, "What's a photon blast?" Skrulls can't do that. Well, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> that was crazy. Apparently, the Kree can't do that either. So. <laughs> I also like that he's like, I can't eat toast if it's cut by yeah. yeah, you got to tell me some obscure personal thing that no one else will know. Yeah. I spent the first half of the movie thinking, aren't the Kree the bad guys? I thought the Kree were the bad guys. Why are we so happy that she's with the Kree? Because the Kree are the bad guys. The Kree are the bad guys. And then when it was finally revealed that, yes, the Kree are the bad guys, I was so relieved. Well, see, I didn't know, <laughs> going into the movie, I didn't think that the Kree were the bad guys. Yeah, I mean... Like, I know that the Kree are an alien race, and they're not always the good guys. They're didn't not you always see the, the Guardians guys. of the Galaxy well, movie? Yeah, but see, that was like an extremist Yeah, but they group. said, Even they say that. in Guardians that Ronan's an extremist, yeah. that he's Because not. the Kree had... had there was a peace accord between the Kree and, uh, and the Nova Corps planet and stuff. I just stuff. thought they were assholes. Yeah, because well, they, 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 what's her face? Glenn Close has a conversation with the Kree leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, sorry, well, he's not, not with our us. problem. And they turn it off and he's like, prick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I thought, you know, like Ronan. I mean, I go back to what I know in the comics, too. Yeah. Like, Ronan, Ronan is, is a major bad guy. Yeah. And, and the and Supreme Intelligence is not something you want to mess with. Well, no, so I'm like... like Oh, the Cree, the Cree are not nice, and not that the Skrulls are good guys no. either. But uh, I'm like, uh, I, I, I was having a real hard time at the beginning of the movie with the way, the way that we were just expected to go along with. Oh, she's part of the Cree Star Force, and isn't that great? And I'm like, ah, oh, is that great? See, and as somebody who doesn't have a background in the comics, I was totally believable. It was like, right. fine. So yeah. Okay. But you knew they were hiding something from her. Oh, yeah, right? obviously. So um, uh, I thought there was going to be more of a romantic plot between Jude Law's character and, and Carol. Which there isn't at all. There's not at yeah. all. Which is good. He's, a, he's her commander, and she's a soldier in his division. So I, I, I thought that was cool. Because there is no romantic subplot in this movie. She doesn't. No, no. no. There's no. Which That's is another fun. thing I like about. Yeah, like this is a balls out superhero action movie. Um, I liked that she, while she knew how to use her power blast from the beginning, she learned more about her powers as the movie went on, mm. and she couldn't really. She could barely control her her power yeah, right. blast, and by the end, she could fly and she. Could, well, also because they took off the inhibitor. Yeah, thing. that, yeah. that yeah, was yeah, totally yeah. them controlling her. Yeah. I yeah. love it when she realized that. She's like, you don't know anything I can do. And she like pops it off. And I'm like, oh, yeah. She's going to yeah. kick ass. Yeah. I thought she was great. She went Super I Saiyan. Love- yeah, she went Super Saiyan. <laughs> glowy hair. Now I need a good Dragon Ball Z movie where we get to see somebody go Even like, in the comics, blonde. I'm not a fan of that mohawk hair look. No, I don't like helmet. that either. Um, I know that sort of references the Kree helmets with the yeah. fins on the top. But I don't really care for that look. I would be- prefer if she didn't have to wear it. She doesn't helmet. even wear it anymore, I don't think. She only wears it when she was flying around in space in the yeah. movie when she needed to breathe. And then she stopped doing that when she went Super Saiyan because she was like, fuck it, I don't need to breathe. Did she 
Did, did she, she not stop have wearing it? She helmet? She, yeah. Well, she did put it. It did go on eventually. But she kind no, of no, no, sucked out. No, at the very end, she doesn't. To escort the Skrull, she wasn't wearing a helmet at all. Okay, that's good. When she flew away, I thought she put it on. Nope, she wasn't wearing it. I liked that when they were redesigning the colors of her costume. They sort of went through a bunch of the different versions. Yeah, you noticed that too. Costume from the comics. And again, didn't know that, but I really liked the neon one. This movie is well, yeah, the neon one wasn't a comic one. Deep cut, like comic book. Marvel nerd. Oh yeah. Stuff oh, in it. going back to the Kree Scroll War '70s stuff. That's why Roy yeah. Thomas was credited, right? Like he wrote that in like '73. Mm. So um, uh, I liked. I did really like that. Um, you can tell that Samuel L. Jackson is not a young man, even though he looks like a young man in the movie. He runs like an older man. Like the dude's seventy, so is I mean he? he's wow. in great shape, as a, but he's still a seventy-year-old, and you could kind of tell in some as scenes. My, my friend Nate that Milton has me. mentioned, uh, "Black don't crack," <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, because really they put a hairpiece on him, and he doesn't look a hell of a lot different than they de-aged him as well. A little bit, you think? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, they de-aged. Coulson too. Oh yeah, they yeah. both. Did. But that didn't. Well, there were times me, when right? Coulson d- almost didn't even look like Coulson. But again, yeah. it was like the, the maybe he's a scroll, right? Yeah. So you're like, oh, may- maybe the scrolls didn't get it quite right. But uh, no, it's just the de aging technology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I had a great time at Captain Marvel. Um, I would put it, you know. It seems weird saying in the top fifty percent of Marvel movies, but considering this is Marvel twenty one, um, well, and see, this is why you can't in the say top 10. I have a top five. I have a t- it's yeah, more it's like, like it's like a Venn diagram. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I can tell you what's in the bottom of the list. It's the, the top of the list is getting harder. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. even the stuff at the bottom of the list is not because it's bad. No, it's, it's just, just not as good. Because you like other stuff more. Yeah, and even then, it's like. So Iron Man 2 is one of those movies that I always put at the bottom of the list. And then I rewatched it the other day. Well, a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. or a month ago. I'm like, this is a lot better than I remember it being. So Thor 2 is the same way. I think Thor 2 for me is probably the bottom. But it's okay. It's It's a fun, decent A lot of people don't like like less uh, uh, the original Captain... uh, America. The first Avenger? Oh, I love that A lot of people don't. Yeah, because I think about it... A lot of people have issues with it because it's a it's a period piece. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> well, um, I uh, love that movie just for the record. So yeah, no, mm. the uh, Winter Soldier is the best of the Captain America movies. But yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. we know how I feel about that film. So well, yeah, but that one, yeah. But uh, so, so you really enjoyed. I it I well. had a great time too. I might go see it again. I don't know. Although I, there's I a lot to I see. would go see it again. Serena, if you're listening, I will go see this again. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm going to be the odd man out, I think. You didn't like it? Oh, no. No, I did. I think I got to see it again. Because there's aspects of this film that I don't know. Like, it's not a bad movie by any stretch. And it's definitely not even the worst of the Marvel films for me. But um, I, th- I got to see it again. Maybe because the first chunk of the movie, I thought Brie Larson wasn't particularly good. And she is the the thing that that whole movie is a focal point around. She is the... the I just... I don't know if it's... But later on, it seemed like her character clicked. Now, maybe it is the fact that 
She's supposed to be kind of an yeah. emotionless robot at the start. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she doesn't know. She doesn't have any memory. She doesn't have any past. And she, that whole fight scene where he was like, stop being emotional. Get yeah. rid of your emotions. Yeah. Don't use your emotions. But at the same time, we see glimpses of it. And maybe, like I said, yeah. maybe I just have to see it another time. That um, There's aspects of this film that I really like. I like a lot of the sort of deep dives into the Marvel continuity for me. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Project Pegasus was... Oh, Project Peg. When they announced Project Pegasus, I was like, well, that goes back to my and, age. Comic book comic nerd, nerd in me already figured out how you do Quasar out because uh. I was thinking that uh, what's his name, Yon Rog or Jude Law's character. Rog. He's got quantum bands. Does he? That well, that's what you could have those as. Oh, they yeah. were all. If you look at it, all his powers come out of his bracers. They right. don't come out of his hands. That's true. So I was like, well, there's yeah, Quasar. It wasn't a power. It. Yeah, and but you. That's, you know, get yeah. those the Quasar. Because he's somewhere wandering around Project Pegasus, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, the, some of that stuff. Um, I like sort of the callbacks to the the other Captain Marvels in it and stuff like that. And I thought the Annette Benning reveal was really well done. Yeah. I think... Did anybody know she was already in the movie? I didn't know I she did. was in it. Okay. Yeah, she, she got cast pretty early. I, it was one of those things until the previews. I'd forgotten she was in it. Like, oh yeah, because um, I hadn't paid attention. I, I like that she who? looked like a woman care. of her age too. Like, yep. well, Marvel has been doing that a little bit here and there of adding an actor with some gravitas to it to to add to it. Robert Radford in yeah. Winter Soldier is a prime example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of this. Glenn Close, and Glenn Michelle Close. Pfeiffer. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer would be up there too. Yeah, well, that well, would be a and, good um, and. Um, Odin Bridges, uh, uh, Michael Michael uh, Douglas, Michael Douglas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking of Lloyd Bridges as his father, but mm-hmm. but Kurt Douglas is his father. Yes, <laughs> but um, old dudes. This is the thing of the wrong family. Start naming old dudes. <laughs> I, I I love the action sequences in yeah. it. I love how that we got callbacks to because it is a prequel to the the Marvel universe on a whole as we know it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Other than the first Captain America, I like that they used um, that character from. Guardians, that yeah. the, the bounty hunter, yeah, the, the one who was working with Ronan, yeah, yeah. And we see him when he's part of like the whole like the Kree uh, Star Force, Star yeah. Force. and we also have we have Ronan himself, but he's not full like cultist Ronan. No, he didn't but, have the black on his. I quite that's what his face. Well, his I quite face, he looked like. I just he didn't look maybe it's that he looked because they made him younger I guess and yeah. he didn't have the black on his face which is what I I think is really three he just he looked too blue he looked too, too smurfy. He just didn't look like the same Ronin to me. I really liked him standing there watching Captain Marvel destroy all of his stuff, and then he's like, okay, time to go. Yep. Okay, <laughs> we don't need this planet. Let's yep. leave. Bye-bye. I think for me, this is a good opening to whatever their second film in this series is, because she's going to get another movie. Yeah. It's uh, The movie's already charting very well. Not just that, it's the setup for what comes next in the Marvel, Marvel universe. universe. Oh, yeah, the end, the trailer. Uh, because we got to buy into Captain scenes. Marvel because she's going to be our lead character going forward i think yeah, yeah. i think we're we're gonna start phasing out some of the older ones Which do, i am do cool contracts with. oh yeah yeah i think um 
you know, we're going to lose Captain America at some point, or at least Chris Evans as Captain America. I think he is going. I think Robert Downey Jr. is going to stay on, but like as a mentor right. role, yeah. which he's Pop already in and out sort of. of Spider Man's yeah. father. Yeah, he'll be the new connecting. <laughs> he'll be the new Nick Fury character. And, and the then movies. whatever yeah. the big, huge movie is at the end of the next phase, like the next Avengers movie in the next phase, it, that will be one of the the points. Is like. You know, get in the suit, get in the suit, and he won't and he won't until like the very end of the battle, and then in comes Tony riding in some new armor and blowing up shit. <sighs> but uh, on a whole, like I liked it. I just uh, like I kind of think I gotta see it again, and just maybe I didn't. I wasn't. There's something in that performance that I just didn't catch the first round in her performance yeah and honestly the movie itself i didn't have a problem with but and even her it's only like the first chunk of the movie that's why i'm kind of saying maybe i should see it again. well i think you know i thought about that too and you know some online people are saying that she's unlikable and i think it's because oh yeah yeah, i don't even really want to get into the online stuff It, Mm. it drives me crazy but but i will say that i think some of that comes from the fact that for the first half of the movie she doesn't know who she is yeah Yeah, which uh, that's why i'm like maybe i should see it again and what going into it with that i like kind of mindset and she goes she just bulldozes through her day on star force doing what she's told and following orders and it's not until she gets to a place where memories start to jog that... Uh... And so, when she tries to have a personality when she's yeah. part of the Kree, then they're, that's when they're like... They shut her down. Yeah, they shut her down. It's like lockstep with but us. They send her else. back to the uh, artificial intelligence, supreme intelligence, supreme intelligence to be yeah. mind-wiped again. And we now, was them. anybody else really surprised when the Tesseract showed up? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like that, caught, that came out of like I, that one got me out of. I'm like, still boggling over where that actually fits in the continuity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have been. Listening. You did research. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, because uh, we asked this question as we were leaving well, the so theater. So what Captain we figured America, out is right. When Captain America got frozen in ice, the yes. Tesseract went down with him. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, Howard. Howard Stark retrieved the Tesseract, but couldn't get Cap. Cap. So Stark had the Tesseract, and it had to been in shield. U.S. military hands. Which would be how it would get. So then Project Pegasus Pegasus got it. it. I don't even know what Project Pegasus really is supposed to do. It's, a, uh, it's Project, another top secret. Yeah, it's like, it's like what Area 51 is in a lot of ways. It's where they do a whole bunch of yeah. research stuff so in the comics. Yeah, Marvel figured out that they had that and got it for her research yep. to help the Skrulls, and that's how it gets tied in. Right. Like yeah. it was in the comics, it was their research place. It was also a little bit of a prison for a while, too. Because yeah. I've got an issue of Avengers where, like, a bunch of like B grade, C grade villains are locked big up there. Thing in the book Marvel Two and One yeah. in the eighties, Ben Grimm was like the yeah. Head there's of a security whole because there's a whole trade that's just called Project, Project Pegasus. Pegasus. Well, the thing Project Pegasus. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. But so. uh, yeah, no, like like I said, like I go see it. I, I'd recommend people going see it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know where it sits in my personal pantheon at the moment but. well again there's 21 of them it's hard yeah, to tell and, and not everybody's gonna like ever everything that, that no. like i've seen some of the online criticisms <sighs> oh. ranging from like you know between the, the, the character stupid. stuff <laughs> it, like between like actual film criticisms of the movie and um like you know the 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 what the comics gate people i guess yeah they where 
Although I think uh, Gail Simone had had the best response to that is the because uh, who either Man Skyver is like oh she should smile more in the movie oh jeez he hasn't even seen it mind you <laughs> did he actually say that. Yeah, he's one of the, the people who tweeted that out. So Gail Simone's response was, the Punisher should smile more with a, oh, is that a where Photoshop that of the Punisher smiling. And it's the goofiest <laughs> shit ever. And then you had the guy who tried to mansplain about her. Well, really, you should read the comics. Yeah. <laughs> Gail Simone responded with, I've fucking read, written the Punisher. Yeah. Well, she didn't use that language. Like, oh, which, have you read, she should have been like, well, have you read this story, Eric? And if you came back, you oh, yeah, of course I have. And you're like, oh, well, look at who wrote that. And then like, that's a mic drop. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like some of the film criticisms of it, I can, I can see and agree with it's, it. I it's think not the, a perfect movie, but no, it's a good, and fun superhero action I movie. think the best thing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe is the fact that it's going on a break after Spider-Man for a little while. Well, yeah. that's what we it's, keep thinking. But with, you know, they said they're not announcing any of the upcoming movies until after nothing's Endgame. In, yeah, but, but nothing still, is in production right now. They that can, we know. There's code names. There's all kinds there's of shit. There's nothing shooting yeah. right now. We would know if something was shooting. Whether what it is, we might not know, but it, it's... The, the internet exists now. It's it's very, very rare that yeah. you can sneak in and make a movie of that scale. My guess is that noticing. the next three Marvel movies will be Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2, and Black Widow. Black Widow seems to be the one that they're ramping up. With We've heard rumors that Emma Watson is being courted for a role in it as possibly the villain. Oh, she would be the other black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Kevin Boyd's theory, I think, is the one that makes the most sense. Is yeah. that it's based on? Was it Devin Grayson that wrote that book? Or Marjorie Liu? I no. Like this. Like this goes back to Marvel Knights. Like oh, uh, back there. Yeah. It's. I think it's either Devin Grayson or Greg Rucka wrote it, and it was a good storyline, and it would make sense because it ties into. We haven't seen really the ramifications of her releasing all. Those Avenger files at the uh, at uh, the end of uh, Winter Soldier or Civil War. Winter Civil Soldier, War. isn't it Winter Soldier? Yeah, it was Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. she let the where she released everything the internet like and oh, geez. I thought that was Civil War when she flip flopped sides and switched with Cap. Yeah. Well, either way, there's a lot of people that would be gunning for her because yeah. she's killed a lot of people. So, but um, Got a lot of red in her ledger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, on a whole, we enjoyed it. Yep. Yes. Uh, some more than others, but uh, go see it if you like the Marvel movies. If you yep. don't like superhero movies at this point, this movie is not for you. Yep. This podcast is not I also, for you either. I also <laughs> question why you're listening to us in the first place. But, hey, um, but keep doing it, it. In three weeks, we get to see DC's Captain Marvel movie. Yep. Yay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think Shazam's going to be it, so much fun. I yeah. hope so. We were talking a bit about the trailer and the news, and it's going to be good. So now we're going to discuss the bonus scene, the 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 end game tie-in. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, sure. Um, it wasn't so, really a surprise. No, we, we, saw we all it knew it would be, we'd get you'd get the funny little thing, which ends up being the thing with <laughs> the flurkin. With the, the flurkin. That's how you know it's an alien because it wasn't coughing up the test rack on carpet. Yeah. I've, I love how completely I've turned Brent into a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a cat, you know that if there's wood floors. 
or carpet, the cat's going to cough up the hairball on the carpet because it's harder <laughs> to get out. And then we knew, you know, in keeping with the last few, it was going to be something that ties into Endgame, let yep. alone a clip like we've gotten in the past for like uh, Civil War. Um, did we get a clip, an actual clip for uh, for the last Avengers movie or... Was it just like a, t- a tie-in? What do you mean? When, but like the last movie before Avengers three, yeah, uh, well, it was Black Panther. So I'm not sure what the no, because the the post credit sequence on Black Panther is him setting up the L A office, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, the Oakland office, Oakland office, yeah, and then Thor Ragnarok. Actually, yeah, the the, the tie-in. I guess the only tie-in we got was the showing up, his ship showing up. Yeah, at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Somebody pointed out online, Thor has had a shitty week coming yeah. Infinity War because if you look at the timeline, yeah. he's lost his dad. He discovered he had a sister who he then like kills essentially, loses his well, home first. Who tries to kill him? Then he kills. Yeah, loses his home, loses an eye, that <laughs> rescues his people only for a good chunk of them to be killed. Along with half the universe, Thor's had a week. Oh, and he fought a son, essentially, when he built his am- new yeah. hammer. But he's got a new raccoon sidekick. Yes. Rabbit. 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 <laughs> but he lost his tree friend. He Aww. did. So what, I can't remember. One of you was eagle-eyed to point out enough that in the post credit scene that uh, Captain America still has his beard. Yes. And most of the trailers we have seen for uh, Endgame, he does not have the no. beard. So Which... And then even going back to like when Kevin Feige was talking about any of the trailers we're going to see are pretty much the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. So I'm assuming this is early in the movie, which means Captain Marvel is going to be a Are you saying there's going to be a 10-minute scene of Captain America shaving? Yes. (laughs) It'll be a makeover. Who is he cleaning up for? Half the universe is gone. Black Widow's still around. He just met Captain Marvel. Yeah, hopefully she goes back to being a redhead. That would be hilarious. He sees Captain Marvel and his eyes get wide. He's like, excuse me. And he goes and shaves and comes back and he's like, hey. I'm a captain. You're a captain. See, that's the thing. She's an actual captain. His rank wasn't a captain before he got called captain america right yeah and in the comics they've and even in the cartoon they've made a you know jokes about that before and so it's curious to see where she fits in in endgame because so one of the things i wanted to mention about captain marvel that i didn't is the promotion for this film was really well done mm. in the fact that when in thinking was one thing got something completely different yeah i like it when i, I kind of call that the pixar effect in my yeah. mind because pixar movies do that really well their trailers show enough to make you interested, but don't necessarily show you the whole plot. And they also used alternate scenes that were not in the film to make you think it was something else. Mm -hmm. Like that scene in the trailers where Annette Bening's talking about how they rebuilt her and gave her purpose and stuff like that. That's not in the movie. It's only in the trailer. And that, that's what makes you think that like the Krees are kind of the good guys here. Mm. Yeah. We saved your life and gave you a new life and we're good guys. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm wondering if, uh, Captain Marvel meeting Captain America is going to be like a struggle for leadership. Like, I'm a real captain, but I'm Captain America. I'm yeah, American. Uh, yeah. I think she's going to be a little bit headstrong, as we've seen. Oh, because it's just, she's powerful, and she's been flying around space for the last 20 years. Well, that, and she's military trained. Well, I mean, he is too, but... Yeah, she's Air Force, he's, mil- he's, yeah. he's Army. So His be- training is 70 years old, and hers is only 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And <coughs> I'm, I think and I'm, she's been on her own for all that time. They've both been lost from time for 20, for, yeah. uh, you know, they've got a, a lot in common. Yeah. So I'm going to call it now. So if it happens, I'm like, I was right. Okay. I think whatever it is that they use to uh, power something is going to be her power powering it. So like Ant-Man's going to have a machine that helps them out like that thing in the van. Hmm. And like whether tunnel. whether it's time travel or whatever, I, I'm not saying it's time travel. And if you're listening, I don't think it's time travel. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like it's going to be powered up. Like we need a big source of power, and it's going to be Captain Marvel. And she's just like, going to go, yeah, shooting at it for mm-hmm. like half an hour. But uh, yeah, so that's it for this review. Um, yep. I don't know that what does the next episode actually time out with Shazam. Shazam comes out in three weeks, I think, so not quite. So not quite. So we will have something for... Well, probably our Comic-Con wrap-up. Yep, because oh, yeah, yeah. we'll be at Comic-Con. Yeah, as we, uh, we we pointed out, we will all be there Saturday, so take a look around for us. If you are looking for my convention schedule, it is posted up on our Facebook page. Uh, we will be tweeting and Instagramming the, the most of the weekend there, so... Uh, hopefully some of you listeners that we haven't met, met if you're out there, uh, come up and say hi. Yeah. Especially yeah. at my panels, because that's like, I'm staying put at the panels for the most part. So if you come to the panel, come over and say hello. I'm, uh, I'm, I don't bite. I'm not shy most of the time. Yeah. So, and it'll be nice to meet some listeners that we don't know and make more friends. Cause now we made a friend out of Rex and yep. his family. <laughs> And you'll know it's us because we'll be wearing our True North Nerd shirts. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> right, Ryan? You're going to wear your shirt this time? One of the days. I'm going three <laughs> days. I'm not wearing it all three days. Let's wear them all Saturday because we're all going to be there Saturday. So. Perfect. So, so find us on Saturday. We'll be wearing True North Nerd shirts. Yep. So that's it. Um, thank you for listening. and for No uh, geek picks? Oh, yeah. Geek picks. Sorry. I'm losing it on that yep. one. That's what, I keep forgetting to do it. You, you've been catching the ball, though, Ryan. Good job. Yeah. I know Jen has one. First. Huh? I was just because I know Jen has one. Yeah, I have one. Well, I changed my mind, but I have another one. Okay. okay. Well, let's go with let's go with Jen then. Okay. Uh, Squirrel Girl, keep reading it. See, I knew she always <laughs> has that. one. I always have Squirrel Girl. Although the last issue wasn't as good as the previous issues That's have what been. You said so last I'm, time. I'm hoping Uh-oh. that it gets better. Mm. Yeah. Well, it might be time for some new blood on that book, too. Maybe. He might be running out of steam. Right. Ryan North's been on it for a while. I know, but I really like him, so yeah. I hope not. But anyway, keep well, reading it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh, my geek pick is uh, there's a new Sims 4 expansion pack called Strangerville, <laughs> <laughs> which came out on February the 26th, and it's pretty awesome because it kind of takes its... Uh, uh, influences from Stranger Things, so it's a oh really yeah. So they okay, made now this, I'm interested. Yeah, they made a new neighborhood and they kind of made a little like game within because it's an open ended like it's a sandbox yeah. game. You don't there's not really any goals or anything. So they made like a little mystery within the world. So you can take a new aspiration that's a Strangerville aspiration, and you can solve this mystery. So there's this uh, uh, there's a lab. There's these weird plants growing all over this one town, and uh, Sims are possessed, so they walk like jerkily and they have big eyes and. Um, you have to solve the mystery of what these strange plants are and how it's affecting and in, or infecting all the Sims. 
and uh yeah so you have to like dig through boxes you can put like spy bugs on people and listen in on their conversations <laughs> you have to like get steal a uh, well, do they speak english now or is it still speaking sims oh no they all speak simglish oh, okay <laughs> it's called simglish oh sorry simglish yeah at least in english it is i don't know if it's called that in different languages uh, anyway, so then uh, you have to get a key card and go into the secret lab. And I'm not going to do spoilers in case anybody plays The Sims, but it's really fun. I mean, it's not a very long little adventure. Are you done it already? Oh, yeah. Okay. It takes like an hour and a half maybe to go through oh. all of it if you're really like dedicated to it. Um, but you can always reset it. And then I saw a video that there's something else you can do. So I'm like, ooh, I have to go back and do that. But the world itself, like they have... Um, it's another desert world, so uh, and the, a lot of the new stuff that they have is more um, like survivor type stuff. So if you wanted to, make, I like kind of making rundown houses and then having my Sims kind of with start with nothing and work their way up because it makes it a little bit more interesting to play the game. <clears throat> so it's nice that you can have uh, more grungy looking things, so that when you start off with that rundown look, it's not like you know. You just don't pick the cheapest wallpaper and it still looks nice. It looks like crap. Yeah. So, I mean, it's fun for making houses and things like that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it was, uh, I think the game pack was 25 bucks because um, it was 20 US. So, it's 25 Canadian. Uh, and it was fun. And I'm, I'm enjoying all of the, the packs that come with it. I'm still playing around with it. And, uh, yeah. So, if you play The Sims 4, uh, the Strangerville pack was fun. Nice. That's my geek pick. Cool. Uh, so, I've come up with one. So I'm still reading Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and the up and they're getting to the point where you know they've started with a new creative team with the new number one and all that, and the story they were kind of been building. Uh, they've gotten to the point now where a lot of like smaller things that were happening that were off of the story are now becoming the main story. So one of the things you kept seeing, uh, oh, it's not Ant-Man. What's the evil Ant-Man in the comics called? He has the same Ant Man powers. Kind of looks like has like a costume similar. The wasp guy. What the the black or the hornet costume guy? on? Yeah, he's an Ant Man. He's just an android. No, it was, it's, they, it's a guy. It's a guy. Yeah, he's hanging out with um, Taskmaster. No oh, idea. Was that the? They were both former Shield agents. Oh, was that from the the Kevin Smith run of Ant Man? Was it Kevin Smith? There no, was a, Kevin there Smith was a weird Ant Man who's not. Pim or Lang that had his own book for a while. Yeah, but I thought he was revealed to be an android in Avengers. Well, I don't know. If you, either uh, way, so it's this evil Ant-Man guy and Taskmaster been going around doing stuff, and they, you kind of see them in the, in the backgrounds of stories or being, you know, Spider-Man runs into them when they're, he's doing something else and they get away. So they've been going around and kidnapping, abducting other supervillains that have animal-themed power sets and animal-themed costumes. And the whole thing is, you know, culminated to... They were, they've been working for someone who was hired by Craven to capture all these people to bring to his territory, his nation in Africa that he has. Uh, and he's putting on this hunt for, like, corporate people. Because I guess he he got to the, he got tired of like killing and scaring off these corporate people that would come to his land with guides to like hunt animals, and instead started black like, ant, black and ants? he is an android. Is he? Okay. Yeah, well, he's a life model decoy. Oh, okay, so he started training these uh, 
like these corporate people to be better hunters and working with them and you know kind of getting them you know the whole well i'll train you to do this and i'll let you live and you know maybe they'll give them some money or influence or whatever so he brings he's bringing them all together and now putting them out there to let them go hunt like different packs of supervillains with animal <laughs> themes cool. and so in this latest is- issue it was like an offshoot uh they've been numbered with like an hu for i guess for hunt and we get the story of black cat and so she ends up getting she has been in this new run been evil she actually became like the the, the queen pin of crime of new york city yeah because kingpin's mayor <laughs> and uh like imitates of, art yeah <laughs> that's all i'm saying on that <laughs> um no, he's 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 not the mayor. He's the president. Oh, right. I mean, right. so she'd been evil, but then so it turns out part of why she had gone from being this kind of you know good thief to being the queen of the mob. Well, she didn't remember after the whole one more day. She lost all her memories of of Spider Man and her relationship with Spider Man and all that stuff that was kind of you know keeping her as a good person. And so recently, I guess he kind of figured this out that you know maybe that's part of it is like so he revealed himself to her which then brought all because like, she remembered of having a relationship with him but couldn't remember who he was oh and then didn't remember like all the intimate moments and things awkward yeah so when he finally revealed to her he took his mask said you know i'm peter parker and then all of a sudden the way the spell works is that once he re- if he reveals himself to someone then everything they've forgotten they remember so then now she remembers all this stuff. So now she's kind of the whole torn. She's kind of trying to make amends for some of the things she was doing. And so she went to actually, I guess, to take out uh, Tombstone, I think it was, or to get money back from him or something. And he made a deal with her, but ended up double-crossing her. And so she gets captured by them. But in, you find out in one of these little side stories from the past, Peter had given her a spider tracker that would that she could send to find him versus him finding her. So she uses it to send a message to him to, that she's been captured. Hmm. And in the issue before that, we had seen these guys, they'd captured, uh, they couldn't capture the lizard, which they attempted in one of the first issues. But they in this, they've captured his son. And she had seen his son and tried to save him. And so that's why, so now Peter's going to get be getting involved in this thing because all of his animal themed villains and like all these have all been captured now and taken away. So he's going to have to go and save all these villains. He's like, huh, it's been a really slow day. I'm not entirely sure why. <laughs> well, and it's, and then even the last time we see him, it's him and Mary Jane. And he's like, you know, he's got the flu or something Aww. because he's like coughing and sneezing and he's getting ready to go. out. Now he's like, I got to go out. And she's kind of like, okay, I'll put the coffee on and do here waiting for you when you come back. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of been building up to this story arc that they're doing now. And it's kind of like, okay, good. Cause it, for a while it was just like your typical Spider-Man stories. It's like kind of where are they going with this? And it's like, Oh, now they've built up to their first kind of like big story. So I'm enjoying the new Spider-Man. Cool. Neat. I uh, am still going through my nerd list, and uh, the last movie I watched was from 1986, and it was David Cronenberg's The Fly, uh, which is a movie that I avoided as a youngster because I didn't really like gore, and I thought, oh, it's going to be a scary, gory horror thing, and um, it was, but only at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, And I was right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's really it's a really fun movie, and it's... Uh, 
you know, it, it holds up pretty well. The effects look decent and, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, they make an attractive couple. So, um, and they yeah. were a real life couple after that. I think that they for were quite too, a while yeah. too. Um, it's a Toronto movie as well. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's ever specifically said what city the film is set in, but it's obviously Toronto. Yeah. Uh, and Cronenberg's mainly shot well up until like that second sort of wave of movies he started doing was mainly. Remember that building Toronto. that was painted on one wall, so it looked like. Uh, it looked like the paper was. Oh yeah, off of it. that that is in many many background shots in this film. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely yeah. a Toronto movie. Cool. Uh, yeah, so um, I would recommend The Fly from 1986. Cool. <laughs> so I've got two recommendations. One's a plug for a friend of ours of sorts. Um, uh, my friend Jason Agnew, who if you pay attention to our Twitter feed, you'll know every once in a while he uh, is on News Talk 1010 and brings me on as his nerd guest for lack of a better term um he years ago hosted a show called splat a lot which was kind of like oh. wipe out for kids i remember seeing that on remember. tv it was on yeah ITV, it, it's, wasn't a, it? it's yeah. a weird show because um it's one of those shows they could repackage for other markets so he hosted like the canadian u.s version but other hosts hosted other versions of it and because of rules for uh, kids under 18 differ in other places. There was no actual prize on the show. Oh. So the reason I bring this up is, unbeknownst to me, it's uh, they built this like obstacle course, like Wipeout style ob- obstacle course outside of Orangeville. And this, this, I didn't realize it was that close to us. Yeah, so this show ended years ago. That obstacle course is st- sat standing until recently. They st- uh, because they they ha- obviously have problems with people trespassing. I was going to say we should go yeah. find it um, because <laughs> you know, you know because then you trespass. get into insurance issues because if somebody Dies. decides to run because I didn't realize it like there was a there's a moat around the castle piece. Well, it's still a moat, right? And yeah, you go it through the really ice. Water and yep. So the the guys who produced it decided to do a comedy YouTube show about the destruction of it that Jason hosts, and it's called Smash a Lot. You can find it on YouTube, and basically it is various YouTubers getting to destroy bits of the set with cranes and shit like that at their command. One of the people they get is a former contestant of the show, who <laughs> her battle cry on the show was... Um, was I like purple carrots? <laughs> These are kids, remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the show itself is wraparound hosted by Agnew, and the the kind of kind of framing device is one of the the bad guys of the show who like you know would throw shit at yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah, kind of like dudes in foam spiky armor. Yeah, yeah so, like the American gladiator type guys. Yeah, so yeah. Gildar. Who has been living in the castle ever since <laughs> and renting it out in parts of it as like a B and B all this shit? He's the other co-host. He's a is a indie wrestler named RJ City, and it's a fun little show. It's like eight minutes an episode, but you get to watch things destroy and they get the destroyed and you know they make jokes about it along the way. It's a, it's a fun bit of show. Okay, now I want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> so it's called Smash a Lot. Smash a Lot. And it's on YouTube. Excellent. Um, the other thing I'm going to recommend is I got the first issue of Ronin Island from Boom. 
takes place in an alternate history where something happened and a lot of people escaped. Like in medieval Japan, a lot of people escaped to one island and they stayed there. And suddenly the shogun's flag on a ship ends up coming and the shogun's telling the the island that they have to surrender to them to pro- so they will provide protection and you know like half their crops or whatever and they're like screw you why do we need the shogun we don't even know the shoguns that- what are they protecting against oh that and mm-hmm. it's like they they show like a telescope and it's like hordes of like mutants oh so it's like this samurai mutant thing and the first issue um it's written by greg pack who wrote um, that just came out this week right yes uh, i saw that cover it's got a really nice cover to it it's a the art's really good to it it's got very uh, the reading the story of it has a like a avatar kind of feel like last bender last uh, airbender the, okay. avatar um and it's a lot of fun it's a five issue series i'm definitely going to pick up the rest of it um, I think it's like a back door miniseries. Like if this does well, they'll make it an ongoing. But um, it's it, the art's really good. Story so far is interesting. So that's okay. my other geek book. Nice, good. Yeah, it's um, on my nightstand. I'm reading it next. Nice. I might have to borrow it from you then. <laughs> and that's it for the show. We will be back with whatever we decide. Well, I guess Comic Con wrap up and on the next episode. Until then, uh, for Jen, Ryan, and Kevin, this is Brent saying, uh, see you later. Bye-bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.